We're right at 16,000 subscribers for Mr. Short Dollar. Right. Guys, if you know anybody, family, friends, please share the YouTube channel. That's right. Tell them to subscribe to the channel and also hit the bell for notifications anytime we upload a video. Also, while you're on Changing Lives, I think we had 3,100 subscribers. 3140. We need to catch up with Change or uh, Mr. Short Dollar. A lot of great information, guys. Change Lives, my first YouTube channel. I think right at maybe 300 videos on Change Lives. A lot mm -hmm. of great information uh, with that. And like I said, this is this this uh, show in particular is dealing with Change Lives. But I, since it's such a close subject from a finance and a, a financial standpoint, I want to discuss it on both platforms. So again. Okay. Tonight we're discussing why do we need a living wage? Again, why do we need a living wage? Okay. This is what I want to talk about. Like, you know, I started thinking about when you're looking back, uh, needing a living wage. I seen so many uh man, in the past couple weeks I ain't been pulling picking good sticks, man. <laughs> shit. You been getting bogus yeah, sticks. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, BS no, it, it ain't what I need. Oh, okay. But uh, uh Well the one last week was was smoking now. It was straight. It was good it was last straight. week. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, straight. last week's stick was good. It was straight, lad. Let me let me change that. Okay. It was straight. Okay. <laughs> but um, this is BS I got now. But um, <laughs> you know, we were talking about that. I was just thinking about you know, I've seen so much media coverage in regards to the states are saying that they're starting to bring out you know living wages. Yeah. A lot of people protesting. I see a lot. It was uh, one sister. She was like super hyped. I think she's in Minnesota or something like that. They bring the living wage up there, and. I wanted to have a conversation with people because I come from a unique perspective being an employer. Right, okay. And I'm all about uh, paying people fair. Right. Now, I don't know about all this damn living wage because we go into a living wage. That's a great number because I actually Google living wage mm -hmm. and it has a, a chart for all the states. Okay. And I think in the state of Georgia, for you have a living wage, I think um, a living wage for single, no kids, $16, and then it goes like 30 something bucks. With one kid, okay, and I'm like, no hell, I can't. <laughs> no hell. Well, do you think when they say living wage, though, it's kind of more of I do you think it's more of uh, not necessarily what the chart that you're talking about, but more of more than seven dollars? Well, I think I definitely think it's more than seven dollars, but the thing of it is, is that it's real funky in, in regards to we start looking at the cost of living because the cost of living in New York and California. It's totally different than the cost of living in the state of, of Georgia. That's true. So I do think there should be some kind of balancing act, you know, to adjust for the cost of living. But what I do think is that so much media coverage is given on in the negative light of regards to employers. They're making so many billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. They're doing this, that, and that. How the hell you can't pay? And I don't think people truly understand a reason why certain things haven't been done, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I want to have that discussion tonight because I'm going to, you know, we're going to discuss both sides, the, okay. the actual employee and the employer side in regards to why that's done. I'm going to be your devil's advocate. I'm going to be the employee today. Okay, okay, cool, cool, <laughs> cool, 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 Too easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was just thinking, man, back when uh, my first job, man, my very first job, I worked at the uh, rallies. This checkers now on Bankhead okay. Highway. Okay. And I got folks on the side the hard way. Okay. The hard okay. way because back in them days, that's back when you had the welfare. You had you had a welfare office. Okay. Right on Bankhead Highway, right right at that fork of Bankhead and Hollywood Road. Okay. It was a welfare office. Okay. So the first through the tenth, because this is back when you had the uh, 
Monopoly money. Okay. Uh, 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 uh food stamps. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So you know, yeah, people yeah. was on some the from books. the first to the yeah, the books, you know. <laughs> and so from the first through the tenth, man, Bank at Highway was off the hook. Right. They go in there and buy twenty checker burgers, rally burgers. <laughs> and by the tenth, they don't went through all their damn money. Right. Everybody broke. Okay. Yeah. I went through that about two or three years. I learned uh, Negro psychologist to a T. <laughs> shit. By the tenth, they get that, that that welfare check. Right. By the tenth, boy, they back at hey, hey, trying to real, <laughs> <laughs> trying to real. So right. fellas, if you couldn't find your girl on the first, she had a check. By the fifteenth, by now by that twelfth, she was calling you back. Say how you doing? Say how you doing? <laughs> Type thing. Right. Mm. <laughs> so with that said, I, I was just thinking about, you know, recall, you know, I was so young. I was happy to get that amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't have anything hanging over my head. I didn't have any uh, uh, liabilities mm-hmm. to, to, to warrant that. And, you know, life was good. Right. Even when I had it was older people that were working, people are, you know, saying, I don't want to use complaining, but they were stating mm-hmm. that they needed more money, mm-hmm. you know, doing that. So, you know, you just, me being naive, go get more money, right. you know, not knowing. Went into the military, and, you know, military, damn. I damn this way we worked for free then, but we didn't have any bills. Okay. So I really wasn't indoctrinated too much with anything. Did my little military career. Got out. My first job getting out of the military, I was working at John Wheeler Homes over in our old Nashville in the lumber warehouse. Right. Well, you tell me about that. Late 90s, Wheeler, one, number one, number two premier builder mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Metro Atlanta. This is the Clinton years, end up near the end of the Clinton years, everything get ready, you know. Get, yeah, get, oh, man. You know, them days, man, I mean, you could go, you could be working like on Ford Industrial, man, get a job that morning, get fired at lunch, and walk two blocks down and get another job. It was, <laughs> it was good, right? Oh, man. Everybody was dot coming. Right. Everybody was, you know, you know, you, ha- you could be making $15,000, you got a $300,000 house. Right. It was, <laughs> Proud to be an American. When that son? That was so. Huh? <laughs> that was so. <laughs> but I was making a that first job I got at army. I was making like nine fifty an hour, mm-hmm. and I got out of the army with all this damn ambition. Right. You know, I was like, yes, I was you know had my sergeant stripes, but I was young. I was what me what twenty two, twenty three, uh, when I got an active duty for when the reserve, and um. I remember going to interview, and I was like, man, I need around about 15 an hour. That's what I'm thinking, because a lot of the brothers that was getting out with me, they were getting contracts with a Brown, with a Brown and Root, Kellogg, and all them guys. I'm, I might be missing uh-huh. The same, a lot of companies that made out of billions of dollars in right, Iraq. Right. But a lot of them guys were getting there, so they were like, man, I'm making this kind of money now. I'm like, shit, that's what I should be getting out there in the civilian sector myself. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I, m- I remember one brother told me, I think I shared that story, where he was like, you come in here and work. Right. And if I like you, I keep you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. If you like me, you'll what? keep me. <laughs> Don't like me. <laughs> man. <laughs> God, man. And I, I mean it was just it was just so funny because just going through that whole uh devaluation I think of my, of my skill set was funny and I was really pressing, man, trying to get like I couldn't get nobody to give me more than nine damn dollars. I got like nine fifty. Right. I couldn't get anything. Like I said, man, you can get hired. Right. But I don't know you know ways to be competitive. And so at that time, still young kid, you know, uh, 
Didn't have a lot of liabilities and mm-hmm. everything like that, you know, before I got married. So even when, you know, it just really wasn't it, it hitting me a lot. Right. And fast forward a couple of years later, got a wife, got the kids and stuff like that. Like, shit, this, is, this ain't had enough. This ain't enough. Right. To, to do that. So I say all that to say I understand the difficulties that have come along with um, trying to take care of certain mm-hmm. responsibilities, being a family, being a home, being a car, and some companies where they're paying you. Because okay. we don't make a lot of money. But on the flip side, look back at it then, you had a lot of opportunities there too. Yeah, that's true. You know, tuition reimbursement, you know, certain other things you could just take advantage of. People just didn't. And I even look at myself, okay, shoot, went to college. Mm-hmm. Went to college at night, went through, got my bachelor's and stuff like that. You know, took some internships, got in the accounting industry, worked at, what, Norfolk Southern for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Went through that little fiasco. <laughs> yeah, you um, and me both. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, um, got to the insurance firm I was working with. I was there 15 years, man, and that was, uh, it was cool. But, you know, I, I, I say all that to say, I want to have a discussion because I hear a lot of people have a lot of problems with the minimum wage, which I totally understand. The issue comes up is, at the end of the day, you, you I feel like personally, you're going to always, always be asking for an increase. Mm. And the reason why, I'm, I'm going to get into my points uh, uh, about that, but I, I, I do feel like everybody should get, what a quote unquote, a fair wage. Mm. But I do feel like a lot of times when you go into a situation, you go into a situation with the same seat. Mm-hmm. I'm a hard worker, dedicated, trying to work on time, da 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 da. But then we start saying we should get more money. Right. But I do feel like, honestly, you know, I talk about it all the time. If you are worthy of more money, you will command more money. Okay. You know, and I just think a lot of times people have what they feel they should make mm-hmm. instead of what the hell they know they should make. Oh. Well, because we all feel we should make a, a ton, a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, but see, what we know is what the market will pay us. Right. Hmm? What the market will bear, right? No, hell no. What the market will pay you. Okay. okay. Hey, we we was in a damn uh, a pandemic last year. Right. Oh, yeah, some athletes still making $20 million. <laughs> right. Huh? Right, right. Everybody go through a recession. Right. You know, I'm just saying, you know, just it was some people. That it wasn't about the, it was what what the, what, what, what what people feel like you can you are, you deserve they will pay you. Okay. Typically, you make more money on the side if you're in a position to make someone more money. If you make somebody more money, they typically will pay you more money. More money. Okay. But if you we, we we always talk about if you're a fixer or a creator, you get compensated accordingly. If you're a doer, you get compensated accordingly. Okay. And I want to have that conversation tonight because. Sometimes we have these conversations, people like, well, it ain't fair, it ain't fair. Uh, shit, we all, we all know life ain't fair. I, uh, do you think it's more, I, I think people get the small business owners mixed up with the big conglomerate corporations. You know, they see them all kind of as the same. And a lot of times, the smaller business owner can't really afford to pay you what the $200 billion a year company can pay. You get what I'm saying? So I think they all get jumbled into the same into the same aspect. Now, I'm not saying your business is small, but like you, you know, you, you own the business, but there's no way you could pay, you know, $30 an hour because you're a small business owner. I don't think the big-ass corporation can either. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they, they, you, they can pay it, but it's going to cause some growing pains. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, you know, in, in regards to 
what happens when you double up the minimum wage and the ramifications that come from it? And that's what I don't think a lot of times people think about. Okay. If we start going from this minimum wage to a living wage by doubling everything, because everybody campaigning, $15, right. $15. Everywhere, all over the country, you see the billboards, you see the signs. Everybody's picketing that they need a, 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 a wage. They're walking out of the, I seen, uh, I think in St. Louis, folks walked out the little Crab King because mm. they want more money. And, and, and they feel like they should get more money. And, and you know what? They probably should, but they don't right. understand the other side of it is a cost. He might can't afford to pay you more money. Well, we always say, don't ever get traffic confused with profits. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, good people do. They think because, mm-hmm. you know how it is. Right. You got it. Hey, you got, hey, we got that radio station going. Right, right. Hey, laughing, chilling. Everybody counting your pocket. <laughs> right, right, right. Before we hey, doing taxes for me. Yeah. Well, you charging this, you count. Let me count my damn money. money. Right. I think, um, <laughs> like, I'm like a story like me. When I got out of college, now I'm out of college. I'm fresh out of college. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I know. I got these two degrees in my hand. I'm about to, I'm about to rack up on money. Typical college gra- graduate. Uh, college graduate <laughs> like, you know, I'm proud. I'm sticking my chest out. Every interview, like, yeah, I got this degree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. But the first job I had when I first moved down here, actually, I worked at Morrison's Cafeteria. And I was making eight dollars an hour. Okay. And then back then, I was saying to myself, uh, "Man, if I could just make nine dollars, it'll make everything better." But I'm giving you a story as to I, if I make nine dollars, I could it make everything better. So then I got a better job making thirteen dollars. Mm. Okay. Now, mind you, a year or two early, I was saying nine dollars, so I'm making thirteen dollars. Now I'm saying, man, if I can make fifteen dollars, it'll make everything better. So as I progress up the pay scale, I'm always saying, if I could just make, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I'm at 80,000. 80, I could just make 90,000 a year. Yeah. It'll make everything better. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and that goes to your point of it's never, it, you always going to be more because the pr- everything goes up. Yeah. You know, so. Your lifestyle, your yeah. family, all that kind when of you, stuff. When you just. make more money, you accumulate more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now, it happens all the time. Hey, again, tonight we're combining both of my YouTube channels, Change Your Life, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton, and also Mr. Short. Tonight we're discussing why do we need a living wage. We're streaming live on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, both YouTube channels, and Facebook. So, guys, if you have any questions, anything you want to add to the conversation, feel free to join into the conversation. And um, um, if there's anything outside of what we're talking about tonight, hold your questions up. I'll leave the floor open at the end of the show. To answer any one of your questions, but if you have any questions or concerns or comments discussing uh, the minimum wage or living wage, feel free to join in the discussion. Okay. Um, when I started kind of doing my home, we look, we know that uh, the minimum wage for the state of Georgia is at uh, seven twenty-five an hour. Seven twenty-five an hour. What the hell that is? Well, you know what? I think PJ had a job last summer. You know, that's my uh, second son. He's uh, in the military. I think they're paying around seven twenty-five, seven fifty. And uh, he was doing that. He he went. And he, he he wasn't too happy, but it was cool for him. You know, mm-hmm. eighteen years old. You no, know, just no responsibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with you, work work. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he um uh, did that for like a month or two before he went in the army. Okay. And uh, we were sitting there just uh, uh rapping about that recently. He's like, man, man, man. Now he out here making. His money, money. <laughs> like, man, I can't believe I was doing that. But, you know, it's just how it is. Right. But, you know, that's, that's his minimum wage. And I think it's kind of like a little up and down. 
some adjustments here and there around the country and what other country other uh, other states have set for that minimum wage and we start looking at the definition you know when we look at what's fair what's fair what's considered a lot of people talking about a living wage and living wage is is defined as the minimum income necessary for a worker to meet their basic needs their basic needs be the basic living needs being you know housing clothing foods you know being able to take care of your family things like that and a lot of people have really been pushing for a living wage I think me personally the issue that comes up with it is I think people is it kind of like when we had the show about or I do the videos about uh on Mr. Short Dollar about how to pick a pricing number mm-hmm. people just throw out an arbitrary damn number and I, I don't think people have really they're looking at more money right but they're not looking at the other side of okay. it okay now that's what I want to discuss tonight when we was talking about that now again I'm not tripping I'm not saying no one doesn't need to be compensated more I'm not saying people don't necessarily need a quote-unquote living wage right but I'm also saying that there are going to be ramifications of going right to a living wage okay okay so we sit there and say what, what's the benefit of uh, 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 going to a living wage you know I guess the thing you're looking at is that people you know will be you know in a position to do better with their family, you know, mm-hmm. they might be struggling here and there. Uh, right. Typically, we do know when you make more, you spend spend more. Right. But we're gonna think positive. Okay. You you know you'll be able to accomplish certain things. Not have the stress on your mind about doing it. You would um, have the feeling that you're being compensated, mm-hmm. you know, fairly for the actual uh, intensity of work that you're putting out. Okay. A lot of pros. A lot of okay. pros with that. Okay. Even though I say. Psychologically, it goes back to what Lab said. Once you get to 15, you don't want to 16, 17, 18. Right. Because <laughs> I know I did. I'm doing it right now. You know, <laughs> who the hell is going to walk in their boss office and say, Boss, you ain't got to give me no raise. <laughs> I'm not you too good to me, <laughs> boss. No, no, fact, no. Let me give you some of this money no, back. No, sir. <laughs> raise? I'm happy here. Right, right, right. Mm. <laughs> How many of y'all work with that fool here in your break room? <laughs> I love my job. All right. Hey, we about to be in a uh, break room playing checkers or playing cards or something. Yeah. The, the owner walk in. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> your wife, how your I wife knew, doing? I knew a couple of them. Like, oh, shit. Here go, <laughs> here go Steven. <laughs> how your wife doing? Right. <laughs> oh, man, that's good, man. Yeah, that's great. Right. That's great, man. No, man, that's cool. I love it here, man. I can't tell you enough. Y'all, y'all been in that little company meeting, the uh, damn director tell his dumb ass jokes, right, and right. everybody laughing. You trying to figure out what the hell, hell so they had a punchline. <laughs> right, I get it. Been there. Yeah. Been there, been there. They went my ass out of corporate America with all that bullshit. I'm telling you. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. And, you know, just sometimes some people, <laughs> it don't matter what, they, they, they cool. Uh-huh. But I understand the whole plight of not having enough feeling that way, you know, and what I do think a lot of times people look at their situation, where they are in life, where they are with their job, and never, ever, ever spend time to understand the total dynamic of their company. What I mean by that, what I mean by you don't understand the total dynamic of their company, they may theoretically know what a company does. The company build widgets. The company sells this, right? They know that. 
but they don't know the whole uh, uh, process, especially from a a cost perspective. Right. What it costs. What it costs to run this place and everything. Right. You know, typically, you know, and I, I'm just speaking this. I remember just being younger, working at fast food, and I never understood the you know the concept where we were slow, and the manager was sending send one or two people home. You know, and, and you just think we slow, we ain't making no money. Mm-hmm. But now I figure, now understanding that the man, they done taught him how to kind of forecast, calculate mm-hmm. the, the the exact revenue per hour right. that a comp, you know, that the little burger place makes supposed to make. Right. And not get, you know, production ain't going where it need to be. Let's get some people off the clock. Right. Never understood that. Blew my head then or whatever. Um, and I do think most companies, the people that are working in them, they never get that. We talked about last week, lab. Uh, when we start talking about straight income, the um, uh, what's that last week? I was talking about the uh, my yard work, and mm-hmm. I said um, uh, I don't I don't get out there in the yard cutting the grass. No, that wasn't last week, but we talked about. Yeah, that. yeah. And I was just okay, okay. Uh, when I was talking about, you know, uh, uh, I don't do my uh, cut my grass. Mm-hmm. I got verbal, like I said, I walked up down Bankhead Highway cutting grass when I was growing up. Right. But I charged two ten an hour. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and, and my thing, I truly believe I'm a $200 an hour person. Right. Those guys come out there in my yard and are in and out in 30 minutes, and they charge me $60 to cut right. my yard. Right. Cut it, blow it, trim it, ID, and they gone. And they gone. In 30 minutes. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know my ass. Right. Four hours. <laughs> Easily. And I'm going to feel it Easily. for at least two or three days. Easily. I've done it. I got the guy cut my grass. I'm like, that little, that little uh, $6 uh, ain't going to hurt to add two weeks. But me, six hours. <laughs> I'm tripping with the folks. Right. Because I ain't number one, I ain't got the tool. I ain't got no, yeah. Yeah. But the average person, the average person, now nah, why would I pay somebody to cut my grass? Because you don't understand that. Mm-hmm. couple things we're going to just put into the math. Is what we start talking about these wages. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I go get me a decent lawnmower, blower, and cutter, hell, it might take me six months to a year to just match the savings, mm-hmm. the cost of paying somebody. Right. So right. just because you don't got that equipment, right. and then you turn around and look at the time when I know time is what the other currency besides money that we always need. Right. I can't get the time back. Exactly. And I really don't feel like I need to be damn doing that. I need to be getting more information. Right. Don't feel like I'm better than nobody. Don't feel like I'm above nobody. I just feel like my time can be garnered into better stuff. Right. And you truly know, and this go back, we start talking about be asking for um, a pay increase, asking for the quote-unquote living wage. When you know you can command a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. shit, you know, you ain't going to do that. Right. You ain't going to do that, Right. Say it all the time. When you go in there, try to ask your uh, supervisor for a raise. We got a speech all the time. Uh, I, you know, well, I did this. I'm a good worker. I come, I come in on time. You know, yeah, yeah, man, I've been here two years. Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I know this, that, and that, man. Everybody know, man. Go ask such, such, man. Right. I be taking the charge and all that stuff. And you got this fool, got his leg crossed. Uh-huh. He, list, he, he listening to you. He just, you know, everything about it. And just say, well, look, Deontay, if I do that, you know, that's going to take away from, from what I'm trying to do. <laughs> or, you know, you know, if you, you, you're doing that, you know, I, I, I hear you, but I can't see it. Right. And you pleading with this damn man for this money. Understand one important thing. 
they know every damn thing you done did. And they don't give a damn. And you sitting there pleading your case that, hey, this person, I've done this and I need this kind of raise. They don't give a shit about that. Because if they truly valued everything you did, you would not have to come to them. Right. You would not have to come to them. Right. That just kind of shows that when it, when it's recognized, do you want to know why you had to come to them? Because I've been on that side of the fence. When I know somebody that busting their tail for me, shit, before they come to me for some money, I'm going to come to them because I, c- I know you're making me money, right. and I do not want you to leave me. <laughs> I need the money yeah, yeah, you're making I, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before you come to me, right. man, look here, bro. You're doing a good job, man. Look, right. you ain't saying nothing about it. You ain't saying nothing about it. But, right. bro, I, I, I got to give you this right, right. here. Oh, you got, man, look, bro, I appreciate everything you're doing. Right. Take it, take it. Right. You deserve it. Don't tell nobody about it, but this is what because you deserve. that little bitch you just gave him, not a little bitch, we ain't going to say that because we don't want to trump it off, will be reaped within that year. If him work, and then if he has to do the game, he's like, oh, he gave me a break. People don't realize what equity is, just giving somebody something without them realizing it, and then they how happy they are. They work harder, and they work harder for you. It's like, oh, man, he gave me a raise. I definitely got to double that money now, or I definitely got to work a little bit harder. We call the McDonald's psychologist. Right. Sometimes you, your brother making, you know, he's making that seven twenty-five cooking fries. I get him a tie and a dress shirt, and give him eight fifty with three times responsibilities, and he's cool. Right. You know, because he get all the chicks. Right. The manager get all the chicks. <laughs> Somehow they ugly joke to turn handsome and cute because right. he the manager. He got a, a tie on, and he's just going out like whatever. Right. He doing way more work for a little less money, for a little bit more money, mm-hmm. but he the manager. Happen all the time, he got a title. huh? He got a title. He got a title. That's I'm a manager, you know. I'm the manager at McDonald's. Right. I'm not knocking anybody, but what I'm saying, these are the tactics that happen. Right. I mean, same thing. They, you know, you working in the warehouse, right? They make you the supervisor. Yeah, supervisor. You the supervisor, but shit, you making about a dollar two more than everybody else, right? If that, but you got way more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Using psychology sometimes, you know, certain things move certain people. A lot of time, people just want titles. Right. And you skip, but but now we get at a point where we start talking about wages where we like, look, I gotta get this money. Mm-hmm. I gotta get paid. And what I what I was uh, talking about a little earlier, that so many times people work at a company so long, they don't know the intricacies of how the business totally works. So they understand that I'm asking for more money and I want more money, and if I get more money, what's gonna be the ramification there? Because you figure like you like like I've just said, these folks making this money, they getting all this these, these big companies right. can uh they can afford it. But those big companies have the same issues that a smaller company like me would have. And the reason being, what's the number one expense with any business, right? Business one-on-one, payroll. 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 That's why so you're always trying to reduce it. Exactly. So even, even, even if you say we were going to increase payroll to make it quote-unquote fair, I still want to maintain a certain profit margin. Right. Because at the end of the day, even if they're making profit, a profit now, could be a loss the next quarter, a, gra- a major loss the next year. You never know. So you always want to be, you may have some kind of money in arrears where you have it set up that, you know, just in case things go up. Because mm-hmm. when the business world, things go up, things go down, or whatever, it's cyclical. So you never know how things are going to sustain. So we're looking at from the employee and employee side. So if the pay goes up, we go to a living wage, there has to be adjustments. Mm-hmm. This is where the problem going to come in. Because I think the vast majority of the world, is not ready for the adjustments. <laughs> and the adjustments are going to be many. That's they, the end of the week. They're going to be many. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So, 
I, we're gonna go through a couple things in, in regards to that. So, what I'm, I'm you know, I'm just gonna kind of look in terms of number one, when you just do like a a, a living wage increase, the first thing it hits though is, is just the economy. Mm-hmm. So we just looking at the uh, the economy as a whole. Yeah, you might have more people out there to spend money, kind of like what they do with the stimulus checks theoretically. But again, there has to be some kind of correction or adjustment. That's a finance term, correction. Uh, there has to be a correction or an adjustment on the business side to compensate for this uptick in payroll. Okay. And use that's what? Increase in prices, purchase of certain capital investments, certain things that have to uh, 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 adjust to it, some kind of dynamic changes to adjust. Because the company is just not going to pay you more damn money. Right. And that's just it. That's just, it's, it's not. Right. It's not. So if you go from... Seven twenty-five an hour working in Wendy's, and a burger normally costs eight bucks. Right. Be prepared for fourteen, fifteen dollar hamburger. Right. It has to correct itself. Yeah. It has to correct. Market correction is, is definitely something that's gonna happen. Absolutely. Right. You, ha- you have to have that. And what happens with the market correction? Inflation, and everything, adjusts everything up. Everything settles. And that fifteen dollars an hour has the same strength of the seven twenty five right. that it was previously. Because everything, everything, everything has increased rises, itself. Rises everything has. <laughs> I know I might be losing some people with this, but I'm just being straight up. It doesn't. It don't really work. It's more of the company gonna pass them them that, that payroll cost on to somebody else. Yeah. And we to somebody else. Yeah. You know, and and, and I just think most people. Don't necessarily look at it like that, you know. And when you start having those things come up, it, it, you have to at some point fix it. Because mm-hmm. people so stuck on, like I said, they don't understand what caused this, what caused that, and that just because they never sp- spend the time. People, and, and it's cool if you if you like going to your job and you like fixing widgets and doing that kind of stuff. Nothing wrong with it. You love getting up, going in the morning, great. Nothing wrong with it. But like I said, far too often people don't understand the big picture. Or where they fit into the system, and how that makes certain things run a clip. They just know what they do. Mm-hmm. They know they do it well. What we say with the difference between the worker and the CEO? The worker know a lot of stuff about one thing. Right. The CEO know a little bit about a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So their thought process is a lot different. So they don't necessarily know as much as about those tires or that switchboard that you do, but they know enough about that where it fits into the grand scheme or that puzzle mm-hmm. of the company. And I just think people just don't spend enough time being employees understanding that. Mm-hmm. When we start going back to what we're talking about, those market corrections, before we get into that, again, this tonight's show we're talking about why do we need a living wage. I'm streaming on both my YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, and Change the Live Hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird, because I do think it's like a dual subject that uh, both, sho- both shows should be covering. Streaming live right now on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So, again, if you got any comments, anybody got any Comments or nothing? Wow, I guess everybody getting paid over, I see. <laughs> you adjust in the market for them, so once you adjust the market, they don't want to talk about that part. <laughs> the all they want you to say is, we need living wage, pay us more. That's all they want to hear. They don't want to hear the, uh, the other side of that. That's what generally happens. People think it's very, very, very dangerous, and I'm not knocking this, mm-hmm. when you put your destiny in other people's hands. It's very dangerous. 
when you you're banking on them giving you more money and that's gonna make everything better. Mm-hmm. It, it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the theory. Hey, with that. But if you do that, okay, now everything's fair. Mm-hmm. You said that you're gonna stop there. <laughs> Think about the gas. Remember when the gas was like four dollars a, a gallon? Mm. How that that market corrected, started correcting itself, and then uh, the light bill went up because uh, they got charged for fuel costs. And at the end of the, uh, the um, gas bill went up. They have fuel charges on there, surcharge for fuel. I'm in out doing that. All of those is on your bills now because gas is four dollars a gallon. The company saying to themselves, I'm not gonna pay four dollars a gallon for all these trucks. Somebody gonna pay for these trucks, and they pass them costs on to us. That's an awesome example. Even with food costs, right, coming from the grocery store, everybody, all these transportation costs, everything went up. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, man. And I just think we start talking about this living wage. I don't think people have done enough homework to understand. They're looking at you know like most people do when they want something. They only look at the pros and never look at the cons mm-hmm. of that. And just like now, nah, I don't care. I just want more money. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um this advanced child tax credit. Right. I did a video and I explained to people. This is just a front for your child tax credit next year. Right. And, I don't and give a damn. I just want my money. That's what they mean. And, you know, I listen to NPR. NPR say, yeah, exactly. That's just a credit for next year. So what's going to happen is you're going to have to pay it back next year. Pay it back next year or p- possibly be owing mm-hmm. if, you know, if you don't have that, that credit to apply and to. And they were saying something about the $300 that they're going to give per child or something like that. That is also going to be applied to your tax credit. That's going to be considered income. So now your income gonna go up and your taxes is gonna go up. It's always, it's always something. They ain't giving you nothing for free. If you got any question about that, guys, I did a video. You can opt out of your advanced child tax payment. Check it out on Miss Shutdown on YouTube. Give you a little information about that whole advanced child tax credit. How you can opt out if you choose to do so. So the information there, just search if anybody's interested in finding it. Uh, Will B say hey. What's up, Will B? <laughs> That's my youngest son. Will be ready to go fishing tomorrow. Will Will is super excited about going fishing. Me and him went to the lake. We went to the lake yesterday. Oh, you did? Just to examine the spots. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So Y'all gonna be on the boat? Nah, we ain't gonna be on the boat. We ain't gonna, gonna be on the boat. The, the dock of the bank? Yeah, yeah. We're still right down the little bank. Oh, okay. This is our first one, so we gotta start off right. Okay. Uh, again, tonight we're talking about why do we need a living wage. Um, part of those mark corrections, this is the thing I think a lot of times people just don't understand. When you force somebody's hand, mm-hmm. just like when somebody forced your hand, they get in a defensive posture and they make movements. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the movements you're looking at? Uh, what you say, Deontay? They're going to be a lot of technological advances. Ooh. A lot of technological advances. Yes. And I don't think people really understand. You know, the whole advent of, of AI, artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. There are a lot of jobs that are going to be totally obsolete. Hey, yo, what is that? Wahoo? Wazoo? Right. Uh, the company that's based out of California, they drive all, all in San Francisco. They got all these little, they look like police cars with sirens on them. Okay. But they're driverless cars. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, we're looking at probably 10 years at most. There ain't going to be no truck driver. There ain't gonna be no tabs. I mean, these these things they out there now. Yeah. Driving nationwide, testing, and you know the the whole cost of transportation, paying truck drivers this amount of money, mm-hmm. paying folks to kind of do this stuff with brokering loads. Uh uh-uh. uh. You just gotta plug plug in your robot mm-hmm. and let your robot do it. And he ain't gotta rest. He 
have to sleep. You don't have to go inside of the road. I don't know if you're pregnant. Nothing. No medical no insurance. No nothing. But they already got that. I saw a video where they had this uh, arm in McDonald's flipping burgers. But that's one of my ones I was just talking about. The whole robot or uh, robotics and fast food. Mm-hmm. You sitting there looking at. I'm just saying, people get ready. Mm-hmm. You forcing a hand. If I'm gonna give you fifteen dollars an hour, I gotta find some way to fix it. So I need to get the robotic arm that's gonna make this burger. That's gonna make you know take some oil. All this stuff is there. Mm-hmm. You know, Watson is real. Right. And you try to explain that to people. <laughs> Just because you don't see it, don't mean it's not happening. Yeah. Oh, that shit in movies is real, man. Oh right. uh, yeah. You yeah. know. Think about when we talked about video chatting way back in the early '80s. They were video chatting on their phones and high fi uh, and sci-fi movies. What are we doing now? <laughs> Everything they did in the Jetsons. Right, in the Jetsons. Every damn thing. <laughs> if you can think it is possible. And when you try to sit here and, and again, asking for that wage increase, understand the other side of it. Because then when you go in these damn warehouse, you got a robot that's going up and down the aisles, pulling orders and doing this all the kind of stuff. Everything, is all kind of technological advances are making people obsolete. Right. Because they're looking at, not just with the increase of pay, what comes up with the increase of pay? Increase of workers' comp insurance, incline, increase of a uh, uh, certain uh, medical insurance premium, all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. increases with that, right? Right. And not on, not even on top of that, now you still got your regular fixed cost, being your rent, your mm-hmm. your utilities, things like that. And companies got to find a way to survive. Right. Is it fair? Amazon ain't paying people a certain amount, or Walmart ain't paying a certain amount. What's fair? <laughs> What's fair? <laughs> I think they say if he can go to space, he can pay me fifteen dollars. <laughs> nope, cause he paying NASA. <laughs> no, he gotta pay NASA. What he called the blue what? What did he call it? Damn, he had a blue origin. Ain't that some boy? Boy, ain't never seen a man divorce and, and give out that kind of money. Still look like he on cloud nine. He had his cowboy hat on. Did somebody got any comments or anything? Matt Austin said there's no morals in business. It's kind of just. Uh, Matt Austin said there's no morals in business. It's only meant to just make money, period. And then uh, Stanley Ackerman. Okay. Stanley Gordon said, yeah, if you go to BJ's, you see the automatic flow scrubbers and stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stanley, that's my cousin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stanley being his owner, too. Okay. And so, he, he, you know, you understand. I'm, 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 let me go back to Matt first. Matt, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Matt is an Army buddy of mine. Uh, is the morals in business? I mean, uh, shit, nice guy finished last. Right. You sit there trying to, you know, be nice. And and, 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 you know, give people advanced pays, mm. try to remember they got a family, do all this kind of stuff, your ass be in a poorhouse. Mm. I think you need to be fair. Right. But, you know, we start going into morality and all that kind of stuff. You can't, I mean, you sitting there trying to be, quote, unquote, right. Shit, they being, quote, unquote, wrong. wrong. <laughs> you sit here and do all this kind of stuff, you got that person, at any given time, they can leave and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You have to protect yourself as a business owner first. Right. Like I say, be fair, but keep it that damn fair. Right. Because, again, if you don't, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. Right. 
It's very, very hard. I think a lot of times people don't understand when you putting all your money and all your stuff up, you know, and you have all the risk. This person actually they come in and they working, but they can leave and go somewhere else. When you own it, your loss can be you can lose everything. The person working there could just lose a job and go somewhere else. Right. You lose it, you may not be able to recover okay. for a long time. Okay. So you trying to be such, you know, moral, keep more nah, look, man, I know they got a family, this, that, and that. You know he got a family, you know he got a special needs child, you know the man just bought a house, but you also know his ass stole from you, you know his ass coming in a late, you know he pulling in wrong orders, right. he gots to damn go. He gots to go. It's just how that is. Yeah. It's just how that is. You know, it's hard, but it's fair. It messes up the bottom line. Hey, those tunes I take me all the time, burden is hard, but it's fair. <laughs> that bottom line mm, means hey. something. He said, boy, your ass before mine. Ah, right. Go ahead for mine, buddy. Go for mine. Hey. <laughs> I like that one. Hey. <laughs> hey, this started off, you know, but I think that, you know, businesses do get a bum rap uh, with doing that, you know, in regards to people saying, is a situation you got people that do people low down and wrong? Absolutely. But is it a, a situation where you got a lot of people that work in the businesses do things that are wrong? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I say again, the best thing you do is just be fair. But again, what you have on the personal side and what a company to sit there and be looking at it, you know, kind of give or take. Kind of like when I left Corporate America and I did the video, I didn't get no two-week notice. I gave that ass a 30-minute notice <laughs> because right. Georgia was considered right to work state. Right, right. They can lay you off at any time. Right. But that also applies to the employee. Okay. You can leave at any time. Okay. So you turn around and tell your job you're going to give them a two-week notice and you're going to leave the company. Shit, they might do something to you in about two or three days, send you through the gauntlet, mm-hmm. work the hell out of you, and, and you come in and fire you. Yeah. No hell, right. I ain't telling you nothing. Work you to death for them nah, three days. Nah, nah, I ain't telling you nothing. Right. I leave when I leave. Right. That's your buddy. You feel they've been good to right. you? Okay. Give them a day. But notice. shit, I, man, I don't know about that, man. I'm just saying, how do you do that accordingly? Right. But feel the obligation to get somebody a two week notice? Oh, hell no. Okay. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> How many people you know saying get called? Hey, come on down to the office, right? And bring your uh, uh, uh your card with you, your right. card with you. Yeah, your card with you. Don't even let your ass go back to your desk. They'll mail your stuff the, to you. That's it. They'll mail your stuff. That's it. Right. Right. No notice, no caring or whatever. Right. So why the hell you gotta let them know? Right. Huh? I just want somebody to explain that to me. Because they, it's just. Thank you, Lamp. It's just yeah. what people do. Lamp, you see the look on Lamp say, look, I can put a hard math right. problem in front of him. Hey, it's no way in the hell. If you sit down and see too many people, come on down to the office and bring your keys with you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to go back to your desk. Right. You got a big old Debo security guard standing like this. Right. Wait. They ain't letting you go back in there. Yeah, yeah. got to get the hell out of there. Yeah. But you got to let them know when you leave them. Yeah. Shit. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> mm. But, you know, Stan, even with Stanley's point, just with, with, with doing that, when you see, it's just like you're on your boat, mm-hmm. and you see this shit is sinking, you might want to get off. <laughs> oh, they got their new computer system in. Right. They got the robots pulling orders now. He right. can't pull it strong. You're not understanding. Like, listen, winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> they say, oh, he got the, they got the robots pulling. I don't have to pull them no more. Oh, uh, come on now. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> Then the two weeks later, oh, the robot demanding now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the whole come, come 
to the uh, office back in and bring your uh, your badge. <laughs> like, I don't need to do something about it. It, it right. ain't right in itself. Right. Then, uh, uh, tonight's show, we're talking about do we need a living wage? And, and when I start talking about the market corrections or the adjustments and stuff, you know, I, I gave out some of the things that uh, that could happen in regards to some of the technological advances. But, you know, some of the other uh, uh, adjustments, because, again, we're talking about how it affects the economy. Look in terms of how operational costs increase. Because you say they're making so much billion dollars in profit, if they get a little bit smaller, it shouldn't hurt nothing to you. Because, again, just because a company made a profit this year, theoretically, the profit does not go in their pocket. The profit stays in the company. So if the following year they have a loss, they can cover the loss of the profit from the previous year. Okay. That's the same theory, guys, when you have a company that does profit sharing, mm -hmm. like a Delta Airlines. Okay. When they would give a profit share, they actually had a profit, mm -hmm. and they would be able to hold that profit and be able to spread out to employees. Right, right. If they had a loss, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do but it. But if you can't be there and giving profit sharing off losses. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be able to cover certain things just in case things happen. Right. When you sit there and, and that profit that you were holding is swallowed up by a, a loss that a company's incurring, that's when you got damn problems. Mm -hmm. So you got to be some kind of adjustment so they can be, be uh, get, you know, be able to uh, sustain certain profits. Mm -hmm. Just because they're making money is not that's something to be like, okay, it's fine. They have certain costs from an operational standpoint. You just wouldn't understand mm -hmm. if you ain't on that side of the fence. Okay. It's just like a lot of times people say, well, look, we want to get an investment. We want to do all this kind of stuff. That and that ain't your damn world. Outside looking in, they're making money. But you're not looking at the risk, the kind of uh, uh, analytical work, the, 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 the assessments, all that stuff that comes with it, and even the experience that goes along with doing investment, that being in real estate, stocks, Bitcoin, I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. People want the money side of it, but they don't want to spend the actual time it takes to learn certain things. To think about you know, it. Oh, hell no, nah, they don't want to do that kind of stuff. Right. Not what's so damn ever. And I think that's one of the unfortunate aspects of you know, we're in this uh, cash-free society <laughs> where everybody wants stuff easy. Nobody right. wants to have no kind of delayed gratification. Everybody wants what they want right, right now. now. Yeah. And you can't do nothing about that. And, you know, we start talking about some of those uh, adjustments that the market create. One of the first things is, again, we start talking about the cost go up from an operational standpoint, that being your payroll increase, would be shit, increase of the products and services. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for that $15 checker burger? Yeah. <laughs> $20 Big Macs. Right. You think rent high now. Right. You think rent high. Right. Shit, let them have to pay that girl in the front office more money. Huh? You think? Right. Because she got a bump? Because see, minimum wage, understand that, understand this, everybody. When minimum wage goes up, all wages go up. True. So it ain't going to be like they make it that everybody pay going up. Right. Because I can't be here 20 years and they've been here 20 months and they making the same as me. Yeah. Because right. I'm already making 15. Right. And you making 7. Right. And they just decide to make you more. You better bump my damn 15 right. up. I, so everybody's going right. up. I need to be at 20, 22. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So the girl in the front office uh, pay went up. Mm -hmm. The you folks at the utility company pay went up. Mm -hmm. The folks at the insurance company that's writing the, uh, the insurance policy for this, they pay went up. Right. Everything adjusts and increases. Mm -hmm. and, what, and, and that goes all the way down to the end consumer. Now your rent done went up. Mm -hmm. Now your food done went up. Now your clothes prices went up. Mm -hmm. There will be an adjustment and correction. Right. Be prepared, right? Then you look at what we just talked about. Stanley just mentioned the robots going out in BJ. There will be a reduction in workforce. Most definitely. That's always first, right? 
We talk Man. about payroll, but when the company does their payroll, payroll is uh, you know, they 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 say uh, w- like we like when I manage shopping centers, they say you know y'all are on the expense side of things, <laughs> you know we are you know. And y'all property managers are on the expense side of things. They let yeah. us know that right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't making no money. Right. You just maintain <laughs> shit. So that's on the expense side of things. Expenses are always reduced. The always. Wor- the worst thing people can feel is that their job need them. Yeah. That's the worst damn thing you can feel your job needs you. Your job might be cool with you and they might appreciate you, but you can't feel like they need you. Yeah. Feel like you can't feel like your man, can't feel like your woman needs you. You know, they may like you, right. but they don't need you. Right, you know, right. and it's a big difference. And I think when we start looking at a reduction of workforce, what we seen like uh, with the pandemic when it first started, even a couple years before that, you know, advent of Zoom and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. people found that they could do, you know, mathematically, downsize from five to three employees, pay them three a little bit more money, mm-hmm. but they save so much to get rid of them two people. Right. 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 And that's what people got to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. So now I might go from three to two, mm-hmm. get them to a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. But now in a, in a matter of a couple of years, I got rid of three. Right. And that could be just astronomical to the bottom line of a company. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it is what it is. Right. Because a person sit there and say, well, man, you're going to work the hell out of me. You got to give me some more money. I bet. Right. We're going to get rid of him. We're going to give you some more money. Right. The more money they give you, they're going to give you his salary. But they're going to give you no money when you feel pretty good. Right. But they'll cut out a couple of bodies. Now you're doing his job, too. Shit happened all the damn time. <laughs> you got more money, and now you got now you got to do his job, too. Exactly. You don't know you're doing. They gradually piling it on you. Gradually. Hab- happens all the time. Again, that's that gradual reduction of a uh, uh, workforce. And another thing, you know, you, g- you got to understand, we were talking about just the person in those actual, you know, uh, equipments, those one-time uh with the robot arms, the robots going down the hall, you're forcing the owners to make those capital investments. You're forcing them to put all that money in research and development and figure out, okay, what do we need to do? Right. What do we need to do? Now they got a machine, like when uh, at the airport, where you had all those companies in the 90s had all them ticket booths. Mm-hmm. Now you got about 30, 40 kiosk machines. Right. Come <laughs> on now. Yeah, you just go to keep self-serve. Look, we go to the bank. Now, you go drive through, it's full of damn ATM machines. Mm-hmm. They did every damn thing a teller did. Mm-hmm. Look how far we've come along, guys. And they make it think it's for your convenience. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Technology do one thing. What's that, lab? Take jobs. Take jobs. That's all they do. <laughs> when you're forcing their hand, you're sitting there forcing them to sit here and put that capital investment right. into that R&D or research and development and make sure they get products, or, I mean, or inventions and things out there they can do the most what other people can do i was thinking about the whole uh uh sweeper going around the bj's you know mopping up the floor and stuff people don't realize like when that rumor came out that was just a test to see if they can get the thing to go hit the wall and go around now they got it they got it perfected now they they doing it in bj's they do it they finna do it at walmart real soon it's gonna happen all they complain you, you you'll be in a situation where you wish you could have damn did the shit right and that's how a lot of people are. They so you know so advent on we need this living wage. And again, now I'm not against the living wage. I'm not gonna bring everything full circle for everybody. We start talking about the amount of money, but those are some of the things that are gonna come along with it. So now guys, where we at, I'm gonna give you my views on the living wage, but I think everybody needs to be kind of circling back in regards to that. You got anything, Lab? 
uh, again, uh, tonight's show discussion, why do we need a living wage? You know, we have a discussion in regards to, you know, a lot of people uh, are very adamant about raising the minimum wage up to $15 an hour. And I just want to have an open discussion with everybody in regards to, you know, what do we need, what we don't need, why do you feel the way, why you don't feel that certain way. Uh, we're streaming live on both my Facebook, uh, first, both my YouTube channels. Uh, Change Your Life is by yours truly, Deontay Burton, and also Mr. Short Dollar. Uh, right now, we're streaming on YouTube for both channels, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Now, again, we're going to go back, go to my views. And I, this is, I said, you want to start this out. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody deserves a fair wage. Okay. But fair is what I call one of them gray words. <laughs> what the hell is fair? Right. Fair to me, maybe bullshit to you. <laughs> right. Right? Right. You know, people come here all the time. What you charge for taxes? Man, minimum $350. Oh, that's whoa. <laughs> but that's fair to you. <laughs> right? I had a guy I knew that uh, 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 lab. I had a guy I know. I did his taxes. He's a friend of mine. Cool. He ain't spoke to me in a minute. But uh, it was at least a $3,000 job. Mm-hmm. And uh, did seven hundred dollars. Right. Told him he went ballistic. <laughs> Too much money. Right. Da, 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 da. Don't worry about it. Right. He paid me. Ain't never, you know. Right. I ain't trip. I say this to say I know my value. Right. I would give him the super homeboy discount. Right. Just a hey, he didn't feel it was that. Mm. So again, I'm thinking I'm being super fair. He think I'm BSing. Right. Uh, and a lot of times people feel certain ways like the way they feel about their money. Mm-hmm. They feel like they should get more money, should be uh, awarded. And like I, I'm a firm believer, the market dictates that. Right. Now, what do I mean by the market dictated? Now, you stand in middle Georgia, which is mostly rural, and you have a, you have, you have a skill set that is not appreciated in the market of middle Georgia, you're not going to be compensated for it. Right. You may have to relocate and move. Okay. But your feelings is that I should get paid this because I got this kind of training, this kind of experience. But the market there would not pay you that. Okay. Off location. Okay. You got to have enough damn sense to understand that I'm not going to be compensated and appreciated my value right. where I'm located at. Especially a smaller market. Yeah, smaller market, rural, unappreciated, right. however you want to look at it. Right. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, the market dictates what you're worth. Okay. Period. That's it. It ain't no way around that. Mm-hmm. We can go over all this other kind of stuff because you feel if if people felt that you were worth more than what they're giving you, they would give it to you. That's true. You know, they might lowball you here, there, and there. But they ain't going to lowball you know you got some competitors. True. And so you sitting there trying to argue with somebody you know don't value you, it ain't going to go no damn way. Ain't going nowhere. And uh, my advice is what most people need to do is, what they don't do, take advantage of the opportunity to be more competitive. Mm-hmm. Take your ass, go get your trade. Go to certification. Go get other skill sets. Get other experiences. People say, well, education ain't everything, this, that, and that. Guys, understand this very clearly. Education is not a co- just a college degree. Education is not necessarily a certification or whatever. And education is just be straight experience. experience. Education is just being in some, acquiring some kind of knowledge. Theoretically, want to make sure that it's going to help advance you further along. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of times people just so content with what they do and think it's going to go on forever. Right. And it shit just don't work that just way. don't work that way. And unfortunately, people get caught up in situations where they time and technology and everything passes them by. And they become totally damn obsolete. Okay. So, I'm your employee. I'm coming to you. Hey, Mr. Burden. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I know you pay me cool, but you know I'll be here on time. I'll, I'll do everything you ask me to do. You know, I, I, I really need thirty cents. What 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 you gonna tell me? I get a thirteen if it's fit, if it's fitting that or uh, the model. Okay, that's why jobs always have some. The range is from seven to fifteen. Uh-huh. So I get it to you if it fit in there. Okay. But if you if, if the range is seven to twelve. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. I take it twelve. Right. You know, or if the range is seven. So you think they already know the price? They already know what they're gonna give you when you come in there. Most of the time. Uh, not really. No. Oh, okay. Per- Personally, you know what? And, and the sad part about it, like I just told you, I come to you if I know you're doing well, you're making me money. Uh-huh. I'm gonna come to you. Some folks ain't gonna say a damn thing unless you ask for it. You be sitting there like it's just like that girl. Can I go? You know, you be like, man, she pretty. She get, right. she gonna date, and she just she, cool. Right. You just never ask. Right. They're not gonna be forward thinking or whatever. You just you ask. But always remember, guys, what you believe and what they believe be totally different. Right. So you go in there, you got that whole speech. Your wife done hyped you up all night long <laughs> about going to his office and telling her what's up. Be ready, be prepared. Right. But to say no, I don't think you deserve it. And you done around and get mad and quit. Now you ain't got no money. A week for criminal. <laughs> and they not hiring. <laughs> so they let all the all the all the holiday folks go. Glad only shit happen every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> and people just ain't prepared for it. And I just wanted to lastly kind of round it out. Is everyone ready for their economic adjustments? We start talking about going to this living wage and stuff like that. Are we prepared for the the fallout that's gonna come along with it? The you know the increase of prices, the actual increase of all the things that are gonna come along with it. Is everybody prepared for that? So I just want to. I'm glad we had that discussion. I was talking about do we leave the living wage? Uh, is anybody having any questions or comments? Or anything no, no like more that? questions or comments right now. So what? No more right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. You know, again, I open the floor up. Anybody in the comments? Anything outside of that? If you don't, feel free to reach out to us and everything. But I really enjoy having the the, the discussion now in regards to do we need a living wage? Um, Again, we stream live tonight on Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton, where we talk about um, personal development, professional development, parenting, family, all that great information. And also, Mr. Short Dog, where we talk about personal develop, personal finance, uh, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. Make sure you go to both YouTube channels, subscribe to both, all the different platforms we uh, streaming on tonight. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you reach out to me if you have any further comments or questions. Love you guys. Be safe out there, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.